This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's the Mike Francesa Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Mike Francesa Podcast. And for you Med fans, this is a very, very bitter October morning after a magical season. After a season that you got the manager you wanted, you got the owner in place and really doing things that you wanted, you had the feel-good season that you could ever want, you had the big pitches, you had the big closer, and it looked like you were going to run all the way to a division title. The last three days in Atlanta have to be very hard to digest. The Mets went down there after spending basically the entire season in first place, 175 days. Yes, the Braves have never stopped pursuing after the Mets had a 10-and-a-half game lead on June 1st, and the Braves have kept, since that June 1st date, an incredible pace, 114-game pace for the rest of the season. But let's be honest, the Mets haven't been good in September. They haven't played the baseball in September. They played all year. They haven't gotten the big hit. They haven't been in close games. And it's, the Mets feasted on close games all year. They got the big hit all year, and they always had the closer to end the game all season long. He has spent all of September on ice as the Mets have played games. Either they've won big or lost big, and they've played basically 500 baseball the entire month. They went down to Atlanta needing one win. One win to take complete control of this division going into the last three days of the season. And they couldn't get it. They couldn't get it because the Braves out-hit them. The Braves, of course, who hit a lot of home runs in the Mets don't, out-homed them. Swanson and Olsen homed in each game. No Brave teammates have done that in a three-game series since 1961. That's how impressive that was. The Braves did everything better. They pitched better out of the bullpen. They made every play, they hit the long ball, and they dominated the series even more than the scores indicate. And the Mets never got the big hit. They got people on base, but they never got the big hit. They got badly out-homered. They got out-pitched out of the bullpen, and they never were able to utilize their big weapon, which is their closer, who never had a lead to protect. And the Mets pitching, which was in perfect order, and ready to go. DeGrom, Scherzer, Bassett pitched to a tune of a 6.91 ERA and couldn't keep the ball in the ballpark, couldn't make the pitches they had to make. And Bassett had one of his poorer games when so much was needed last night. So the question now, we can sit there and analyze the series, just say this, Braves just stomped on him three games in a row beat them, soup the nuts, beat them every way they could. 
So the Mets no longer have control. All the Braves have to do is win one game in Miami or have Mets lose one game to the Nationals. The Mets have proved they can lose to bad teams this month. They've done a lot. The Braves are not going to squander this now. Sorry. They've been great for months. And they're defending champs. And they're a wonderful team. And their lineup is a lot better than the Mets. But in this series, everything they did was better than the Mets. And last night after the game, I know the people interviewing Buck wanted him to say something about how upset he was and how this was devastating to his team, and he wasn't going to bite. He wasn't going to bite. All he was going to tell you is, we're a good team, we've been a good team all year, and we will have our moment in the playoffs. That's all he can do now. That's all he can salvage. But the Mets went from being in control and having a magical season and setting up a bye in the first round, which they needed to get their pitching, which is their strength, in order. And now that will be in disarray. The Mets obviously are in the postseason, and they should be congratulated for that. They might win 100 games. They probably will, and they should be congratulated for that. But they squandered a division they had under complete control and they couldn't handle the pressure that the Braves supplied all season. And when it came to face the showdown, the Braves destroyed them. The Braves are a better club. The Braves are a great club. They really are. They're a defending champion and they act like it. And the Mets have thrown nothing but question marks in the way. They have missed Marte dramatically. But it's not just that. It's that they couldn't get the big outing that they needed out of one of their three pitches, especially the big two. Let's be honest. This is about DeGrom and Scherzer. We all thought DeGrom or Scherzer would do the job. Yeah, it would have been nice if they were staked to a big early lead, but it didn't happen. But they didn't do the job. They didn't keep the ball in the ballpark. They didn't get the job done, and everybody, everybody thought they would. At least one of them would go down there and pitch the gem they needed to completely control the situation. Now they don't have it. Now the Mets' run to the playoffs is a very different one, and it will take a absolute incredible October to get to that World Series now. If the playoffs start today, and remember, we still can have a little juggling, but right now it looks like the Mets, who will start their wild-card series in City Field, and all the games will be in City Field on Friday. They will most likely play the Padres. If the season ended today, they'll play the Padres. And then if they win, they'll play the Dodgers. They didn't want any part of that. They didn't want any part of the first series. They didn't want any part of the Dodgers. Does that mean the Mets can't get to a, to a World Series? No. Does it mean the Mets can't win at all? No, it just means that the road they will take now is a littered side road off the beaten path that is completely full of rocks and potholes instead of taking the left lane of an expressway, possibly to the promised land. They created the toughest possible trip They aren't going to give up, nor should they. They'll try to gain momentum. 
But now they'll have to use more starting pitchers than they had planned to. Now this will tax their big pitchers and their dynamic closer much more than they had hoped for. And the showdown they had hoped would happen with the Dodgers later in the postseason will happen earlier if they get through the first round. Which you figure uh, setting up their pitching, they will do. I think the best thing that could happen for the Mets, and I understand you're going to hold out hope that somehow the Marlins are going to beat the Braves three straight and you're going to win three straight. That's the only possible way you win the division. Braves now have the tiebreaker. But the bottom line is it's not going to happen. So the best thing that could happen is the Braves go out, end this now, and let the Mets have a couple of days to get everything in order, get their very tired veterans who have been in the lineup all day a couple of days rest, get their pitching and their bullpen set up, and let Buck decide exactly who's going to play. Bringing their big player, bringing their big prospect into this series, to me, spoke of desperation, spoke of trying to basically, you know, find lightning in a bottle to really come up with something out of nowhere. Because let's be honest, he wasn't ready for this. And you threw the kid into the deep end of the pool and he wasn't ready. And to put the pressure on Alvarez, which they did right from the start in this series, was crazy. I understand guys haven't hit. I understand you haven't been happy with Vogelback, but you know what? He was the guy who should have been up in that spot on Friday night. It was a big mistake by Buck. And they should have shown confidence in him. They brought him in here. They should have rode him. And he obviously had two good at-bats last night and left the game again. For a kid who's just not ready. Alvarez is going to be a big player. He's going to be a big player. I don't know if he's going to be a catcher or not, but he's going to be a big player. He's going to be a big bat. But he's 20 years old. If you wanted him to be a factor by October, he should have been here a while ago. Not thrust into the series the way he was. He wasn't ready. And that just reeked of desperation. Maybe there was pressure from the owner. I don't know what the situation was, but it just reeked of desperation. And it also showed you that despite what Buck said, he was experimenting all the way through this Brave series with people. Yes, Marte's been a big loss. He has been. He's been a terrible loss for them. But you can't be going into a showdown with the Braves experimenting. And Buck experimented with the kid in the lineup. He experimented in the bullpen. And it backfired both times. Now they need a couple of days and realize their path is going to be a very different one than they had hoped for all season. Remember, the Mets have spent the entire year in first place. And now they will have to take a very different route with no rest, a lot more games, and they're pitching in disarray by the time they get even to a second round. 
because that's what the playoffs does to you. This is not going to be orderly. This is going to be chaotic. It doesn't mean they can't do it. It just means it's going to be a hell of a lot harder. And it makes them very much a postseason underdog. And anybody, anybody who has watched the Mets all year knows that, A, they are not playing their best baseball by any stretch of the imagination in the last month. That, B, there are question marks right now about DeGrom and Scherzer. And see that there are teams, at least two, maybe more, in the National League right now who are better than they are. This isn't the version that the Met fan wanted to send into the postseason this year. It isn't the road they wanted to take this year. But this is what now has happened. Buck has to remain optimistic because he has to take his team into the postseason. They're still going to the postseason. They've earned that. They've won 98 games. They've had a terrific year. But the great season that they had was shot to bits in the last series in Atlanta. They have to recover from that, and they might not recover from this. This was a devastating hit. That team today that's on its way home to play, you know what, is knocked, is knocked sideways. There's no other way to say it. They have a lot of work to do with this team right now. A lot of work. Like I said, realistically, the best thing that can happen is the Braves go out tonight in, in Florida and lock things up and let the Mets get on to what their new road is because they're fooling themselves if they think they're going to find a way to win this thing now. This is a club that is reeling. That has had its pins knocked out from under it. And now Buck has got a major, major reconstruction job to do. And to try to really forget his bravado in front of the media. He has got to put that, somehow instill that into this club. Now you can gain momentum in the playoffs. It's a proven fact but they're not carrying any into the playoffs. And they will be in action on Friday. Your emails when we come back. You're listening to the Mike Francesa podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. And remember, for all your wagering needs, you go to Bet Rivers in New York, in New Jersey, and play Sugar House in Connecticut. Mike Francesa podcast. Remember, you can send us your emails. Uh, Mike Francesa podcast at gmail.com. These are obviously met emails. I'm sure they will be delightful. And yes, one of the stinging thing that all just continues to just kill the Mets. Didn't you know he would get a base hit in that spot? I mean, that was a great at bat, and he continues just to drive the Mets nuts. I mean, listen. When the Mets jettison players, a lot of times they go on to having really good careers. We've seen that a bunch of times. But this guy has come back to haunt them. 
And how about Swanson? Olsen's a slugger and he's hot right now, but how about Swanson in the series? What a, what a performance. The Braves were just great. I mean, you got to be honest. They were tip your cap. They were great. They were better. Chris from Huntington's thoughts us off. Would you ever have expected Travis Dino to become the quality offensive catcher he has become? Remember, he was a big prospect. He was a big prospect. It took him some time to develop, but he has had a tremendous career. He has played in the postseason a lot. He has had a lot of big hits, and he has driven the Mets nuts. So we knew he had talent. Remember, when they made that deal, they were really high on him. It just didn't happen with with the Mets. Tony emails, with DeGrom likely opting out and potentially signing elsewhere, could DeGrom's Met career be considered disappointing? DeGrom's career is utterly bizarre. There's no other word for it. In terms of the periods where he is inactive, considering his age when he got started, how he developed into the pitcher he became, and what's gone on over the last couple of years, the whole thing is just crazy. It's one of the unusual baseball careers of all time. Now, everyone has it as a foregone conclusion that he's out of here. I don't see that. I don't think it's automatic. I know everyone feels that, and I know that even there's a lot of thoughts that they don't want to give him the money, and I understand that. I would be very concerned about him because he is fragile. It's going to depend on a lot of things, and maybe he's going to go. Then you can judge this career any way you want. It's been utterly brilliant at times. But the game he needed to have to cement his Met legacy, he hasn't had yet, and he didn't have it on Friday. Joe emails, it feels like Buck just can't win the big one. What do you think? For all his ability as a manager and the length of his career, and his body of work. Right now, it is a fair knock. When Buck gets close to the promised land, it doesn't happen. And let me say this. He had a bad Friday night. And this was not the time to be experimenting with players. And he was asked that question. I don't remember who asked it, but he was asked that question. And he said, I'm not experimenting. Well, he was experimenting. You can't bring Alvarez up here and thrust him into this series. He didn't belong here. And if you were going to do that, you needed to get his feet wet long before this. And you can't be testing bullpen guys in this series. Not in this series. Unless the game's 11-1. It wasn't Buck's best moment. And... Buck has to answer to the fact that he hasn't been able to get over the threshold. He hasn't in big series. That's a fact of life. That follows him around. And that email is a fair question, a very fair question. And Buck will hear that 
until he doesn't hear it anymore. And a lot of people, including me, were hoping that was this year. And they just got knocked sideways. They're in a 15-round championship fight. They were ahead on every card. They were up big early in the fight. And they just took a left hook in the 15th round, and they have to get off the canvas. Fight is not over. But they are on their rear ends this morning. Don't don't think that it's anything but that. Don't think that he doesn't have a team returning to New York that is on its rear end. It is. They were knocked silly in Atlanta. They went down there to win one game. They had their pitching set up. They had won 98 games. They had never relinquished this division lead completely. And they got knocked on their rear end. Now you're going to find out what this group is made of. And right now, you have to be very concerned. Because you had a right to expect more out of DeGrom and Scherzer. Scherzer was brought to this team to win that game on Saturday. DeGrom's legacy is built around winning that game on Friday night. The great pitcher wins that game. And neither of the quote-unquote great pitchers won their game. As a matter of fact, they didn't do the job. Neither of them did. And they did Bassett, but he's a different player. He's not DeGrom and Scherzer. And all year you knew that the acquisition that made this team was Marte. He has been a devastating loss to that lineup. And now everybody's going to go back and kill Epler for not bringing in the big bat, not bringing in the big player. You know what? He didn't do it. He brought in pieces, and they didn't work. But that's a, that's a classic second guess, because when they were riding high and everyone was cheering Vogelback his first weeks here, they, you know what? No one was saying that. They were having a love affair with him the first two weeks he was here before it all went south. But the way they handled Alvarez was just plain desperate. And it didn't work. And let's be honest, nobody wearing a Met uniform had a big series in Atlanta. I might want to take McNeil out of that. He was really good. He was really good. Hey, if you're a Met fan, 
you got to get off the mat and hope your team's got something special. But like I said, this is no left lane on the expressway now. Now you are on the service road. You got a slow leak, and there's a lot of obstacles in your way. Have a good day. Thanks for listening to the Mike Francesa podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Hey, it's Mike Miss here. What a time to be a Philly sports fan, and you can share the excitement with me each week on the Mike Missinelli podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Listen and subscribe to the Mike Missinelli podcast today, wherever you get your podcasts.